Welcome to There You Grow. We're happy to have you. Hey there. Thanks for joining. We're going to start again with our What We Learned This Week uh, segment. What did you learn this week, Sarah? What I learned this week, uh, I, I was able to go and visit with my ex this <gasps> week. Really? Which a lot of people probably don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got, to, I got to visit with them. You know, we went and grabbed a coffee. Oh my God, that's so nice. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to, you know, hear about his life and the things he's going through, mm-hmm. you know, now that we're just friends. And I guess what's important that I learned this week is to always, always put yourself in the other person's shoes, you know, always try to have an understanding or a point of view of, you know, what the other person is going through. Wow, that's, that's so nice. And also, it's so fitting for today's episode. Like, that's interesting. It totally is. is. Well, my learning for the week, my lesson from the week is that I need to trust people more and let go when I ask someone to do something and it's very hard for me. Like, I wish I could do everything myself firsthand, but sometimes you need other people's help and then I stress about it. Like, are they doing it? Are they? And I really need to make a decision. If I'm trusting someone, let it go and let them do their job or whatever they need to do. So I guess that one could also apply in a way. Yeah. Put letting them, you know, kind of take the things into their hands, whatever. Right, because if I would do a good job, why would someone else not do a good job? Yeah, it's like relinquishing that control. Yes, yes, it's so hard. Yes. I have a hard time with that at work. You do? For sure. Yeah, like I I always have a harder time teaching someone how to do something mm-hmm. than like I'd always rather just do it myself because then I know it's done Mm -hmm. the right way (laughs) right yeah makes total sense so today what are we talking about today we're talking about healthy friendships and our experiences and some what we consider important points for having a healthy relationship and also maybe talking about do people change is it okay to give second chances what mistakes have we made so I'm super excited for this one. I love this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people dive into talking about this one in terms of a romantic True. relationship. But I think it's so important to talk about it in terms of mm-hmm. friendships, just because we are more likely to have more of I those know. than we are to have the romantic ones. Yeah. You'll you'll probably have fewer romantic relationships in your life than friendships. Mm-hmm. And friendships are so important just to our development and the way that we are able to handle Mm -hmm. life. So I think it's super important to talk about. And I heard someone say that with romantic relationships, of course, once you find the one or you're going to get married, then you don't anymore. But with relationships, you always have this thing that you're trying, you're learning about each other and you may break up. With friendships, you don't go into a, a friendship or once you are very close expecting that, you're going to break up one day. So in some cases, friendship uh, friendship breakups can be even harder for people. Oh, that's so true. I didn't Listening. even think about it from that perspective. Yeah. That is so true. So with deal breakers, I what deal breaker would you have for a mm. friendship? Um, What's something you're going into where you're like, it's just not going to work. We're just not going to jive. Yeah. For me... <sighs> For me, it would be 
that the person is not as in, like as invested in the friendship as I am, that we are not on the same level of giving each other advice and being there for each other. I think that I don't have, like, I have my group of friends, right? They don't all know each other, by the way, and more of a having one person here, another person here kind of person, more than having, like, this big group of people. But I, if I really decide we're going to be friends, then I'm going to be there for you no matter what. I have your back, like, all of that. I'm not that great of a texter. Like, I'm not texting every day or anything. And there's people that I haven't seen in some time, like you, <laughs> But I yeah. consider them as close. Like, I don't need that daily, like, see you all the time, texting all the time kind of thing. Like, and I still will have your back. So right. if I feel that the other person is not on the same, they don't think that that's as important, not having advice to give me. I know that's a weird one because not everyone has advice for all situations. But the fact that if I'm going through something, you can bring something to the table and vice versa. Like if you're going through something, whether it's going to be useful to you or not, that's another story. But the fact that I can give you points of view that I'm really thinking of solutions and resources or things to help you. And then you do with them as you see. But if the other person is not doing that, if I'm like in a pickle or I have an issue and they're like, oh, got it. Well, on Monday I did blah, blah, blah. Like if I see that you don't care about what I'm going through or what's going on in my life. And that's definitely, definitely going to be a deal breaker. What about oh, you? Oh, I, yeah. okay. That makes sense for sure. You mm-hmm. know, I, I can recognize that if, if it's a, it's a lack of not only investment, mm-hmm. but I guess an effort. Yes, exactly. An effort that you go out of your way for me, like I will do for you. And it's not always right. Like there's sometimes there's periods of, of in life where nothing's happening it's more like daily so that's fine but if someone's going through something you as their friend it should what i'm trying to say is it should hurt you see them hurt like it should just yeah. come out of you that you want to help them and you want them to be fine and you want the best for them and if you right. don't have that with our friendship then then for me something's missing i totally get that for sure hmm. I, I would have to agree with that, especially in, you know, friendships that I have that have gone sour or that have just kind of died off. Mm-hmm. It's because of a lack of, of that effort or that investment. Mm-hmm. In what way would you say? Uh, I would say that in in terms of even just trying to make an effort to communicate or stay in touch. Mm. Um, or even like something I'm going through and I'm telling them my perspective of things, Mm -hmm. my feelings, and there's not an effort to see it from my point of view. Oh, they're, they're very rigid in, in their perspectives. Mm -hmm. Do you think that comes from like, what do you think is lacking there for them to do that? I would say sometimes it's probably just a a personality. Mm thing you know it's not something that is changed by them easily it's Mm -hmm. not something that they're trying to do it's just part of their personality or you know the way that they are Mm -hmm. yeah I can see that that's true and that's a rough one because you need to be able to converse and 
see each other's points of view. And it should be interesting too to see how does my friend think about this? Like you should respect their opinion and want to have their opinion. Right, right. And one big one that, you know, I I don't know. It's like political differences. Oh, really? I, I mean, I'm friends with plenty of people that have different political differences. Mm-hmm. And I guess the difference between the ones that are, you know, beneficial to both of us and the ones that are not are the people that are willing to take the other's viewpoint into consideration. Mm-hmm. And at least attempt to see it from the other's viewpoint versus those that are are not willing to do that at all. And they're they're very it's it's this way or the highway. Oh, you know, yeah. I only see it from one from one perspective. Mm-hmm. That actually is a big one. So it's not it's not that much about having to believe in the same political stance, but more if we don't agree, can we have a conversation where we both gain something? right Mm. right exactly i can see that too like i have a lot of friends that i'm a little bit more moderate than they are and we still have super super enriching conversations where i i'm done with like we're done with the conversation i'm like wow i really need to rethink how i believe this should be and then i sometimes i change my mind and i love that I love when someone gets me to change my I mind love it too. just because I always go into it thinking, nah, there's no way. And then they do. And it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's a good feeling for sure. And you know, another thing that I'm thinking is I, I do really badly with people quitting when things get hard. So if when we're having an issue in our friendship and instead of working through it, I see that you're just ready to walk out that will turn me off so much that I don't know if I'll be able to get over it, you know? So I need to know that you are there for the long haul, just like I am willing to do. Like, I don't have any friends in my life that I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll just like let you go if I have to, like, bye. No, like I want them all. I appreciate them all. I'm willing to work through things with all of my friends. And if they're not willing to do the same thing, that's definitely something that I don't know if I could unsee. It, more than get over is like unsee. I saw you that you were ready to drop me, you know. Right, right. And I think something that is, at least for me, important to recognize in that is that it's not that as a friendship you always have to, like, you don't have to constantly be in contact. True, very true. Or very true. maybe you go months without seeing each other because... Adult right. life is hard and it's busy and sometimes there's just not there's just not the time to get to see someone or or there's you know maybe you're emotionally not in the right place mm-hmm. because of other things going on in life. But I think some of my greatest friends and one of them is my friend named Cody. Mm-hmm. We've been shout out to since Cody. We were <laughs> shout out to Cody. We've been friends since we were in kindergarten. And it's probably been, like, almost two years since I've seen her. It's been forever. But we'll still text, you know, every once in a while. And I know that she's super busy with her kids and life going on. And, you know, when we get to see see each other, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I know that that's not all the time because life is crazy. Mm -hmm. But I, I still feel the effort from her. Yeah. And so I guess that's the difference. That is very true. And me thinking of my, 
I have my best friend and he he's not my best friend. Like I always say he's my family and I really mean it. Like he's part of my family now. And I think, you know, like we've been friends for six and a half years. And there's definitely been times like when I was with like my ex and stuff that we went longer without talking. And something that has gotten us this long being so close is exactly that. It's knowing that we both want to be friends and that we will always be there for each other. And he always has the best advice. Like I know I can call him with anything and he really cares. Like I can tell that he cares about my well-being and my happiness. And like he wants to give me good advice, you know, and have my back. And same totally. with him. Like there's nothing that he could do that I would just drop him. Like absolutely nothing. Even if he does something bad, I'll be like, well, he must be going through something to do this. So I have your back, you know. But that's right. because I know he does the same thing. So it has to be a both like a two-way street for these things. Right. That's totally true. And I love those friends, oh, actually, yeah. that we, you know, maybe we haven't seen them forever, but they're the person that you still yes. call. I have another friend, shout out to Ashley, Ashley, who I've also been friends with forever. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen her in a long time either. But when I got a divorce, mm -hmm. she was one of the first people really? I called. And I hadn't talked to her in months and for for some people, calling someone that you haven't talked to in a while might be awkward. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, but how it was it, it was no big deal. She she was just like, oh, girl, you know, <laughs> and was immediately ready to be there for me in any way that I mm -hmm. needed. And I just love that friends like that are amazing. Yeah, I definitely think that an indicator of how close you are is when you, you know is when you don't need to do a big introduction when you call. <laughs> yes. Like, how has it going? I need to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly i need to get something off my chest exactly <laughs> so in that so in that same topic what makes a healthy relationship like we just talked about deal breakers but what exactly do you think makes a friendship healthy i think what i discovered i actually probably would have said something completely different prior to this conversation but I think what stood out from the conversation that we're having mm -hmm. is that it's beneficial for both mm -hmm. parties. I think that's probably the underlying mm. detail that makes something healthy. Mm -hmm. you know, both people are are benefiting from that relationship and the energy that's put into mm -hmm. it. So like it makes both people happier. Right, mm -hmm. right. You're both coming from that relationship with you know you're ending up better off than you would without oh, yeah it. yeah I really like that yeah um I think what makes it healthy is what I was saying before that they both are as invested I think once you tip the, the scale off one way or the other that's when it starts being not healthy so I think it really just like romantic relationships once you start seeing that you're doing more than the other person that's probably not a good thing and of course there's like times like there's definitely been times with friends of mine where they have done more for me or I've been more for them or I've had to forgive something or whatever but all together if I think the grand scale of our relationship like we're both bringing something to the table right and we both want it for the right. long term and communication for sure. I think communication is something very healthy. But I have to say that communication is super healthy. And I think we need to touch on that. But thinking about it, I think something that is maybe 
I don't know if even more healthy than communication, but definitely very healthy is the fact that you don't need to make a big deal out of everything. Like if you're arguing every day and picking a fight and finding reasons to be mad, there's no amount of communication that can offset that. Like just understand that the other person is a different person than you are. And sometimes like there's things that you're just going to have to let go, like comments that they make or something that happened on a trip or something that happened in college, like just let it go. If you want that person in your life, then there's things that you're just going to have to live with and be fine. That's totally true. There, there are definitely things that you will have to be selective about. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it was, I want to say it was a Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote that talked about how, some success comes from selective hearing. Ooh, I like that. And I think that that is so perfect just because a lot of times when people say things, it's not, they things come across differently than how people mm-hmm. mean them. And if we are quick to jump to conclusion and insert our own assumptions into our understanding of the statement True. that was made, it can be pretty easy for us to get upset mm-hmm. over something. But most of the time, it's not meant how how we take it. Most people aren't going about their day trying just to piss us off or mm-hmm. hurt us. And I think a part of that is being selective about how we, how we accept what was said mm-hmm. or heard. Yeah, and I think uh, there's this quote. I don't know if I've said it before, and I will for sure repeat it in our healthy romantic relationships episode but i love this quote and it says do you want to be right or do you want to be married and that applies also to friendships so which one are you trying to do yeah if you're trying to be right all the time you're not gonna like the relationship is not gonna last it shouldn't be about you being right and someone patting your ego all the time it should be about growing and partnership and supporting each other yes i totally mm-hmm. that for sure yeah i remember thinking like in a past relationship that oh we have great communication so like everything is good yeah but we were having to talk all the time with great communication for sure but we were having to talk all the time because we were arguing all the time and for sure some of it was Mm. my fault because i was picking fights but also like there were issues all the time to pick fights about so it's important to get to the root of things but definitely fighting can Right, like erode any relationship and I don't think it's healthy at all that's totally true and I think back to the friendships that I had in childhood and the fights that I had with friends back then and they were so Mm -hmm. silly (laughs) I, I don't think I've ever had like a good decent fight with a friend that was something that I really needed to fight over it was something that I was growing as an individual and I didn't recognize Mm -hmm. that and took it out on the other Mm -hmm. person. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes it's us, right? In fact, like maybe we could talk about mistakes that we've made and things that maybe we should own up to in our past friendships or our current friendships. Because that's a good segue. Yes, I totally Mm -hmm. agree. I have one that immediately comes Mm -hmm. to mind. This is going to be the shout out to friends episode. <laughs> shout out to my friend. <laughs> I love this. We were great, great friends for mm-hmm. a really long time. And then we had this falling out where there was essentially no communication about what 
the problem mm-hmm. even was. Um, it was almost like I ghosted a friend, but it was totally you ghosted her? the way that it happened. It was like I ghosted her and I just didn't give her any details as to what I was upset about or like what she could even do better to to make the friendship good because our friendship had been good for a really mm-hmm. long time. And for me, I was personally going through this time in life where I suddenly found myself with such low self-esteem mm. that it was like I was jealous about everyone and everyone that I was encountering that was close to me became some element of a competitor rather than mm-hmm. a friend. So I would see things that she did as being better than me and it would make me jealous and upset. And I would feel like I didn't want to, I guess, put the energy into being her friend if I felt like she was doing things that were purposefully, you know, trying to be cooler than me, I guess, in different ways. And later on, we've now made up, you know, we're, we're friends again. And I, I remember reaching out to her being just like, listen, I don't know what I was going through, but I had to grow up. Mm-hmm. I had to grow up and I, I don't like, I'm so sorry because I recognize that I didn't communicate any of my yeah. feelings and my feelings, although they were, they're valid feelings, they were being misinterpreted. How long after the friendship fallout did you reach out? Um, it was kind of a long time. It was probably mm-hmm. like two years because I, I remember looking back and recognizing that in the time that we weren't talking she had you know lost Mm. grandparents she had gone through a divorce of her own she had gone through all these things in life that I felt terrible for not being there for her for and it was all over something so stupid it was I don't even remember like what the details Mm -hmm. were but I just knew that for whatever reason my own self-esteem was what watched that it's important to be at peace with yourself in order to allow others to enter your space you know Totally, mm-hmm. totally. What did she say when you first reached out? Was she like, oh my God? <laughs> um, I remember being terrified that she was just going to be like, pound sand, girl, don't need <laughs> you in my life. But she was super receptive and understanding. And I think that her ability to be that way shown how much she had mm-hmm. grown herself. And so it was beneficial for both of us. We ended up going out and, you know, having coffee and catching oh, up. So and she's also super busy now with, you know, she's she's married mm-hmm. with two kids. And I know that that keeps her super <laughs> busy. So you know, see someone else that I don't see very often. But at the same time, I'm so glad that I had the chance to clear the air and catch up with her because she is someone that was super important to me for a huge chunk of my life and is still important to me. And even though we don't chat mm-hmm. hardly ever, I, I hope she's doing right. well, you know? That's so beautiful. I love, yeah, I love people coming back together again. And sometimes it's not the place. Like, sometimes some people need to go. But when some, some, someone is meant to be, yeah. it's important that you gather the courage to say what you need to say. We only have one life, you know? We're going to die one day. So if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, there's this right. friend I haven't talked to in a long time, reach out, reach out. What's going to happen? Like the worst that can happen is that they say no. And so what? You still tried. You still win. Right. Exactly. You know, put out the effort that you can. And my goal, I there have been plenty mm-hmm. of times in life 
where I have put out the negativity mm-hmm. for other people and stepping back and recognizing that going forward, I only want to try and be a positive mm-hmm. factor in everyone's life that I can, whether that's like, I've totally wronged you and you hate me, but I can do something small that's positive for you. I, I certainly mm-hmm. hope I can. And, you know, I, I think a huge part of that is recognizing that sometimes things that we do, even if our intentions aren't, aren't totally negative, you know, we, we don't intend mm-hmm. to wrong the person, but we still do recognizing that we still hold that, we still hold that action. That you we must took. have changed so much because I don't see an ounce of negativity in you at all. Like you're such a positive person. <laughs> you're being like, like I can, yeah, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. I, I've definitely had times where I've wronged people, you know, I, I've had plenty of times in life where I, I could have made a decision a different way, or I could have done something mm-hmm. small a different way that ended up turning into something larger. And it's just, sometimes you make decisions wrong. And that's part of life. And that's part of growing yeah. and living. And I think the important thing to do that comes from that is finding mm-hmm. ways to write them. That's totally true. Um, I would say something that I would own up to is being a better texter. And sometimes people need that. Like there's friends of mine that maybe need more texting than others. And sometimes I'm not the best. It depends. Also, as I'm maturing too, I think I'm getting better at it. But I'm not the best at texting. And uh, that's something that I would totally own up to that I need to do better at. And... I don't know, because I feel like I'm so lenient with friendships. Like, it's weird because I have a super high standard for friends. Like, I only have a few. But those people, I'm so lenient. Like, I understand. (laughs) I understand if you can talk. I understand. Like, as long as I I can still feel that you have pure intentions and, like, you're there for me, I don't pick at the little things, you know? Like, I don't don't say, oh, you didn't text or you missed my birthday, like, I, I don't care about those things. It's about the real deal when something goes down. Um, so I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I would say in terms of wrongs would be like not being there for the daily or things as much as I would want to. And that's something that I definitely need to improve for sure. Totally. Mm, totally especially if there's that. someone tells you, hey, I, I, I would like to like talk more and stuff like I need to listen and say okay then I need to make an effort same thing with family honestly like I need to make an effort taking more often and like do video calls instead of just texting and all that Mm, that's friendships within family are totally one that I'm not great at sometimes just because I don't know. I guess maybe I take them a little bit more mm-hmm. for granted, which sucks and is something that sucks to admit. But for example, I got to see my sister last night and we hung out for like four hours doing just shopping and dinner and it was mm-hmm. so much fun. And I haven't seen okay. her since her birthday back in September. So it's been months 
And she doesn't live far away. She's nearby. And we we still talk through text here and there. But we definitely aren't, you know, we don't get to see each other as closely as as we would love to. And sometimes that's just due to time restrictions and jobs. She's a nurse. So her schedule's all Mm -hmm. over the place. And, you know, there's, there's definitely reasons as to why we don't get to see each other as often. But I should probably be reaching out a ton more just to find out how she's doing on on a regular basis instead of just when I need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Are you more of a, a meeting in person person? Are you more of a phone call or a video call person? Um, I would say I probably like meeting in person more often. And I, I was definitely just a millennial <laughs> until this year where if, if someone were to call me, I would be, I would definitely be like, Oh, I don't know that I want to say just because uh, you get terrified of talking <laughs> on the phone. Even if I don't you just know came, what it is, but talking it's so on the weird. phone Even is if you weird. Just came from having coffee with a person, somehow they call and I freak out. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening with my brain? <laughs> It's like the same thing as when you're driving next uh-huh. to someone in the car and like you've mm. just seen them, but now you're parked in your like you're in your cars next to each other. <laughs> oh that God, one's always so weird. weird to me it's too. So, so weird. And then you're like waving, but then the traffic lights still. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And you're just like, please go. <laughs> it's just uh. like you don't have the ability to communicate, but you're there and you're seeing each other. <laughs> And it's weird for some reason. It's so weird. It's so true. And something that I struggle with, it's first small chat with people that are not friends, like people at the office and stuff. But the worst part about small chat and also phone calls is they're wrapping it up. When you're like, is the person wanting to talk more? Am I going to start saying, well, anyways, uh, we'll talk another day. But they wanted to talk more. And like, are we going to talk at the same time while I'm trying to say goodbye? Like, I hate the ending of conversations. <laughs> I don't know why it gets so awkward. It's so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a phone call safe word where it's like, yes, I'm, I'm just done. And <laughs> everyone out there. <laughs> I need to go pineapple. Pineapple. I love pineapple so much. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, love you. I love that. Uh, it's so true. That's, That's totally so it. Um, well, I think we can touch on one last thing, and I'm very interested on in this one. Do you think people change? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Here Ooh, we go. <laughs> that is a good one. And it's funny because before I think I would always say, mm-hmm. I don't think people change. I think that there's an element of the, I don't even know what I would want to call it, but like the base self that mm-hmm. will remain the same. But after growing up myself and seeing how I've mm-hmm. changed as a person, it makes me want to say that people yeah. can change. And and part of that is like uh, a hope that that I can continue to do better in my life, and that I'm not going to revert right. back to doing some of the things that I've done that have been terrible, either for mm-hmm. myself or for other people. And so maybe part of that is just a a hope that I'm just being helpful <laughs> for myself. I'm like like yeah, when you're telling someone change. something, I really change. you're just saying it for yourself out loud. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
so maybe that's just you know a self-hope but at the same time I can see ways that I have genuinely changed from my past self where I'm doing things differently or I'm I'm seeing myself put in a genuine effort Mm -hmm. to behave differently and I recognize that if I can do it somebody else can do it it might depend on on what Mm -hmm. exactly it is are some things are more likely to be easier to change than Mm -hmm. other things I'm sure yeah and so it probably depends on what specific way it is that we need yeah, the person yeah, to change. Totally. And I think sometimes like we may talk to someone and they may be like, Oh, I've changed so much. And because the things that you were maybe waiting for them to change are not the same that they're interested in changing for you. You're like, no, you're the same person. Like you still suck as much. <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm a totally different person. <laughs> you still suck as much. <laughs> but they may be working on things that still will not make the relationship better for you because that's not what you're interested on totally that's so true they're they're seeing things that they need to change from their own perspective and even though that's going to be beneficial for them it may mm-hmm. not be beneficial for for you it's not it's not mm-hmm. what you need from that friendship yeah maybe. exactly and i i think that i don't know it takes depending on what you're wanting to change it takes a lot of insight and deep diving and stuff and there's people who just don't care as much about that kind of change like I think that's something we have in common that we're both interested on bettering ourselves as people and finding out who we are and we love self-development books but there's so many people that are just not interested on that stuff at all and for them it may be harder because for me I feel like in a way as I've matured and grown into an adult it comes more natural. Like I actually enjoy questioning myself and finding my real motives for certain bad patterns and reading these kinds of books and listening to podcasts. If you're not into that stuff at all, then you have a higher, it's harder to even approach the topic, you know? Hmm. Right. That totally In a way, I think there's very few people that really change from being super, super toxic to super healthy and stuff there are some and I definitely know some but I feel like there's that essence that we have and that's harder to change yeah Uh, there's definitely a a root I don't even know what you would call it there's a I don't know there's there's some ways that people are going to be a positive Mm -hmm. factor in your life and they're going to make little mistakes or sometimes even big mistakes that are unintentional that even though it it tarnishes them in a way it's not who they are at the root of themselves but some people are just going to be toxic they're just not going to be what you need in your life unfortunately and it's just going to take accepting that your life doesn't have to allow space for that person that is very true it's like when you're trying to really make it work with someone because you don't want to break up but you're gonna have to end up facing the fact that you're just not right for each other (laughs) and one day you're gonna have to break up and you're just holding on and clinging yeah that's totally true and that that in itself Mm -hmm. that that sucks you know if if you're gonna be in in a relationship and you have um some knowledge Mm -hmm. that it's not working 
I would say definitely don't hold out for that. I, you know, my Mm -hmm. last episode that we did, um, I talked about my divorce and I can recall times in my marriage where I thought to myself, really, this ain't going to work. This is, you know, yeah, I remember times where I had thought to myself, if, you know, if, if we don't change the way that we're doing certain things or even Mm -hmm. the way that I'm doing certain things, you know, if certain things don't change by some date that I would have to end it. And I just never got brave enough to, to like bring that up or have that conversation. And that's a major regret that I have because I think that things would have turned out so much differently. We're already on great terms, but I can't imagine how much better they would have been if I would have just been like, hey, it's not working out. Yeah. Because going into the relationship, we always said, if it's not working out, it's okay. We just need to tell each other. And that was a way that I failed him, for sure. Um, But do you think that if you had brought it up, it's one of those things that is just not going to work out, whether you talk about it or not, and you just need to face the fact that it's just not a good match on some things? Or do you think that if you had brought it up, then you would have had a chance to work on it um I feel like we probably would have had a chance to work on it I think and he and I actually had this conversation just yesterday that you know regardless of how things would have happened we we would have ended up divorced Mm. because things life works out in in ways that you don't totally understand but I think we both feel that life works out in the way it's supposed to and we both feel as though we would end up divorced regardless of of mm-hmm. how that story went down um but i i do feel like i could have done things a much different way i could have communicated how i was feeling on certain things a lot sooner and a lot better than i did and so that's you know that's one of those things that i totally own as being my mistake and my failure and and a part of a part wow. of the story yeah i yeah that that's hard and that's something that i i've been trying to keep an eye for for things that i know deep inside are not gonna work out and then try to cut them early because then it's so hard but then at the same time i don't want it to keep it to keep me from exploring people on friendships you know but i do feel like sometimes it gets in between and i'm like wait is this a red flag then let me cut it right away and sometimes people need some time to learn about each other and like yeah like see what works in that particular relationship you know but definitely yeah totally totally and like in this conversation where we are focusing mainly on friendships i feel like i am more likely to be more lenient on those things that are our deal breakers you know maybe it means that our friendship isn't as close as as it would be if those mm-hmm. deal breakers didn't exist for me you know I, I'm not the kind of person that we have certain differences so I'm not going to I'm not mm-hmm. going to not call you a friend but we aren't going to be super close and there's going to be some distance between us that is maybe placed there on purpose in order for us both to still have positive outcomes like boundaries. from being in one another's lives. But yeah, yeah, exactly. You have some boundaries. But from romantic relationships, I think that's definitely the place to 
recognize when something is not going to work for you. And it doesn't mean that there's the other person's wrong or that, you know, they're, they're doing things in a bad way. It just means that I always like to bring it down to chemistry. We always talk about chemistry in terms of just a, a generic, I guess you would say a match. People are always like, oh, they have mm-hmm. so much chemistry. But there's also times where you're not yeah. going to have chemistry and it's not your fault. You're, it's like your atoms just, mm-hmm. you're not going to bond. It's, it comes down to, it's just simply, you're not the right puzzle piece. You're not the right match for that other person in a certain way. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that either one of you's wrong. Yeah. It's just not going to fit. Yeah. And we that's should probably okay. talk in a different episode about boundaries and what are healthy boundaries and when to recognize that you just have a wall up instead of healthy boundaries. Yeah. Ooh, that was I a like that one. idea. That totally is a tricky one. Life is tricky. That's Damn. why I love making these podcasts. We just talk about tricky, tricky topics and as everyone knows, no. everybody knows <laughs> professionals in you know, this is just a conversation between two people walking this planet mm-hmm. that are just trying to figure it out and I feel having these conversations always brings me so much recognition on things that I wouldn't yeah, realize without I agree. conversations. It's I really guess. nice. And sometimes I'm like, I'm saying something, I'm like, wait, 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 is that really what I think? Like, and then listening to you having your point of view makes me think, hmm, maybe I think that also, or maybe I don't. Yeah, exactly. And that's totally fine. And it's great. Like, I, I actually love when we have a different perspective on things. Because it makes my brain grow mm-hmm. in a way I it agree. wouldn't otherwise. And this is the second to last episode of the year. And the next episode, we're talking about recapping 2020, what happened. <laughs> and and then we'll be talking about our goals for 2021 in the next one. So if you want to listen to us talking about what happened this year, if we've met any of our goals, what's had happened with coronavirus and all those things, then you should definitely tune in. Definitely. And I think that episode is going to be a fun one. It's going to be funny, I think, just because looking back on mm-hmm. things always cracks yeah, me up. I agree. Um, so, yeah. Any other things that we should touch on? You know, I think we touched on most. Um, I think we had wanted to mention we do have an email. So if you want to reach out to us and let us know some thoughts that you have, whether it's on this topic or a previous one. We would love to bring it up. We'd love to have you on the recording with us so we can join you in the conversation. Um, our email mm-hmm. is thereyougrowgirl mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And yes, definitely, we definitely hit want us up. To, we want and to we have the, our Instagram. And something that we're going to start doing too is bringing people on the podcast. So we would be very happy to have you. And, and if you want to tell a story, give us your opinion and things then yeah we would love to have you over definitely so until then Mm -hmm. until we have you next (laughs) we'll bid you adieu and yeah yeah. so So, we're wrapping it up for today then and and we hope to see you next week and we hope you have a great week bye guys bye